Well, hello. And how you doing? This is Doug Hooley, broadcasting from the banks of Lost Creek, located in the foothills of the beautiful Cascade Mountain Range in Oregon. The green has returned to the grass, and the leaves are brilliantly yellow and red. Summer is well in the rearview mirror. Our blueberry crop, for those of you following along my life, <laughs> it's been harvested, and we got a couple of trips out of the way. I've also made some pretty good progress on my next book I've been working on for a few years now, titled Leaving the Church to Follow Jesus. I'll talk about that more some other time. But right now, I am excited to announce a new Called Out Cafe podcast series that, Lord willing, I'll be releasing the first episodes of in the next couple of weeks, maybe sooner. <laughs> the topic is that of the biblical worldview of the spiritual realm. And I promise you this has nothing to do with Halloween. I'm talking about the realm that is invisible or unseen to us, but is equally as real as anything we can see, hear, touch, or smell. This topic is massive, and it's mind-blowing. Considering what most of us have been taught our whole lives, who've been a part of the church anyway, regarding the universe in which seraphim and cherubim call home, once the biblical dots start to become connected, it may cause your head to spin around once or twice at just how enormous the significance of this information really is. I promise, if you stick with me to the end of this series and don't write me off as a kook or a heretic, you're going to be more impressed with Jesus than you ever have been before, if that's possible. Christians who've been around a while think we know what he accomplished at the cross. And you likely do know part of the story. But there's an entire other biblical narrative that's been increasingly squashed through the centuries. How could the story of Jesus redeeming mankind be any richer? I can't wait to tell you. Thanks to the influence of the Enlightenment of the 17th and 18th centuries, that story is almost unknown or is at least very misunderstood. But we'll get into all that in the series. Like the physical realm we live in, the supernatural realm was created, including all of its inhabitants. So I'll be talking about when it likely was created based on the few scriptures we have to go by. I'll be talking about the reality of heaven and the reality of hell, and a little bit about what they are like according to the Bible. So here we go. Now many Christians don't even realize this. But Scripture clearly refers to a group of created spiritual beings as gods, and some as sons of God. Both terms tend to offend or scare Christians, who try to explain them away or deny what Scripture plainly says. Well, I'll be talking about these beings and spend some time talking about the uniqueness of the one true God, Yahweh, who is the only uncreated being, the only being to exist outside both the physical and supernatural realms that he created. I'll be talking about something that's called the divine council or assembly. I'm not making this up. This is a group that meets with and interacts with the one true God, Yahweh. According to what we can plainly read in scripture, God actually asks these guys for suggestions and on the surface appears to take them. No, 
For those of you who may be familiar with Gnosticism and all the Gnostic writings, I'm not talking about a multi-level Gnostic spirit world. I'm talking about what is contained in the Bible. If you don't know what I'm talking about, your Christian culture defenses have likely been activated by what I just said, and you're feeling uncomfortable about now. Please trust me. This entire series will do nothing but glorify the kingdom of God and its king, the Jesus you know and love. This whole topic will take a while to unpack, but it's so worth it. And believe it or not, all of this has to do with what Jesus would eventually accomplish at the cross. I'll be addressing how our earthly geography is affected by what's going on in the heavenly realm. Paul talked about this. The incredible backstory is found in the Old Testament. Did you know that God gave over all the nations of the world, except for what would become Israel, to other spiritual beings to supervise? Do you know why and when he did that? Do you know that all this has to do with what Jesus is yet to accomplish when he returns? Are you still listening? Or did you just tune in another podcast because I'm sounding crazy? I assure you, I'm not making this stuff up. Then, there's a lot to say about the various spirit realm rebellions that have taken place in the history of the earth and will take place yet in the future. Spoiler alert, there have been several rebellions, not only one in which a third of the angels fell to the earth along with Satan. The rebellion which produced giants that lived on the earth is one of the most controversial. However, you will see that it is that rebellion that explains so much else that took place in the Old Testament. You'll even see how Jesus was affected by it as he hung on the cross. What an incredible story. All throughout this story, God clearly is in control, in charge, and holds every being in the unseen realm accountable. They will all one day be ultimately held accountable when the King, the Messiah, Jesus, returns to this earth. There are different types of spiritual beings we'll talk about, and I plan on addressing the interaction between the spiritual and physical realms, something that still occurs today. I'm going to share with you something that I've written called if I were Satan. And I have a few personal stories that I might share. Whether or not you believe them will be up to you. God and I know they really happened. No, I have never taken illegal or hallucinogenic drugs. Then, with all this background information, my plan is to move into the good stuff. What was going on in the supernatural realm during Jesus' first coming to this earth? And what did he accomplish in that realm? Then we're going to talk about, of course, Lord willing, what Jesus' current state is. Where's he at? What's he like? One day, if we ever get this far, I want to talk about what the Bible has to say about what happens to followers of Jesus when they die. Do we go into soul sleep? Will we only exist in the mind of God? Or do we go to heaven? where we're all issued harps. <laughs> There's a lot of different opinions going on out there. I want to take a pragmatic look at the scriptural evidence. 
This series will not be about things like what part the Holy Spirit may play when the church gets together. So I won't be talking about miracles or gifts of the Spirit or other such things as mentioned in the Bible. I'm not weighing in one way or the other, but I'm only saying that that is an entirely different topic. If you want to hear a discussion on that subject, this will not be the podcast for you. So there you have it. If you're interested in listening, I would absolutely love for you to do so. Please watch my Facebook page for the first official episode to come out or subscribe to this podcast. If you find these podcasts of value and think anyone else can benefit from them, the biggest thing you can do to support getting them out there because of the way algorithms work in social media is by clicking like buttons, following pages, and subscribing to the podcast. So please do so if you are so moved. Of course, you can also use the old-fashioned method of just telling your friends about the podcast. Hey, I'll talk to you soon, and until then, Maranatha, and may God bless you. Until my next podcast, you can follow me on Facebook by going to the Doug Hooley Ministries page. I'm on Twitter at at Doug H. Ministries, and I'm on Instagram at Doug Hooley Ministries. Find out about what I'm working on and read some of my blogs at DougHooley.com or email me at Doug at DougHooley.com. That's Doug at D-O-U-G-H-O-O-L-E-Y.com. I'd love to hear from you. This has been the Called Out Cafe. So long and God bless.